female entrepreneurs turned besties share on life, business, and the journey through the mess. Join their community with every new episode for connection, education, a few laughs, and the hype energy like a bathroom full of drunk girls at a bar. It's okay. We're your friends now! (laughs) Hey everybody, it's Biz! Hey y'all, it's Katie! And it's Ashley. Welcome to another episode of We're Your Friends Now. Thanks for tuning in. Last week, we (laughs) talked about this concept that we call waddling, which is just working your way through the hard things in life. So we thought this week we would kind of talk about how do you handle self-care? What do you do to take care of yourself, prioritize yourself, that really helps you get through making those next right steps or maybe even the wrong steps <laughs> for some of us. <laughs> and like, what does self-care look like? And I think everybody has such a broad definition or like things that are important to them. Like there's some people that say, you know, and I know it's a very Southern thing. If I don't put my face on in the morning, I don't feel very good the rest of the day. So it's interesting to me to talk about it and it helps you learn what's important to you when you hear what other women are doing, because then you can go try it out. And that is like its own journey of discovery. And um, it's just super interesting and super fun. So before we get started, why don't we just talk a little bit about an update? Biz, you've been busy with Mardi Gras like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> loving all the nah, girl, it was Ash Wednesday. I am repenting. I am repenting. <laughs> I am not no. <laughs> yeah, no, we had a great time. We had a really great time. Um, live, I, I caught a shoe at Muses. Um, and it's a weird Barbie shoe. And oh. so that was really cool. And I got matching Barbie sunglasses at Iris. Oh, um, so those are two, yeah, I love those parades. They have the best throws. Um, they were throwing like dog light up dog collars and leashes and stuff like really like, like cool and like soap, um, like really cool things. Like not, not, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. What about you, Katie? What have you been up to? Um, well, Valentine's day was this week and that's not usually my favorite holiday. Uh, no shame or hate to people who love it. I just have never really been like super into it. Um, but Brett and I took some like intentional quality time. I made one of his favorite meals and a new season of love is blind is out and dropped on Valentine's day. And oh so God. we watched like, <laughs> we like watched what you it's like perfect marketing you did you watch sorry no oh my god i love that they dropped it on valentine's day yeah man i listen i was living for it um so you know um we watched like four episodes of that and yeah yeah. (laughs) Um, i you actually speaking of valentine's day i you know it's funny because talking about seasons of life I am not a huge Valentine's Day person in that I, I don't really enjoy the commercialization and the idea yeah. that you should only celebrate your partner once a year and that's it. But I do love having opportunities that remind you just like how we have to yeah. put things in our calendar sometimes. So I do love that. And <laughs> so every year I make Shane take me out for a fancy dinner and he <sighs> does his duty. He gets dressed up. 
shaves his beard, you know, whatever. <laughs> we go to a fancy place and I get to wear a cute little dress and blah, 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 blah. And I all looked amazing, like a, by the way. Just yeah. pretty well. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I was I had to do my hair that morning. And so like I joked that I spent literally 12 hours getting ready. I didn't, but <laughs> uh, but it's just fun. It's a fun excuse and to do a little extra self-care. So that's kind of the yeah. part I really like about it. And I always make him, he does not really like to take pictures, uh, but I always make him stand outside the restaurant and we take a photo. And he he was laughing because he's like, you know, what is it like that you want out of going to dinner for Valentine's Day? And I, I was like, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like this is the time where I know, I'm in my 30s. He's 40. So I think we're young, but <laughs> maybe other people don't think we're young. But I'm like, you know, we're young and I don't want to get to the point where I'm like 80 and I'm like, I don't want to put on a, a nice dress anymore and go out. Yeah. And I missed that time that I would have liked to do that. Mm. So I do it because like of the memory. I want the memory of having done it and I want the picture. So Aww. I have a memory. And we always joke about he's older than me one and he just didn't take very good care of himself when he was in his 20s. So we're like, yeah, you're definitely dying before me, which means I'm going to be lonely and sad and crying all the time. So I need <laughs> pictures to cry over. So that's why I need my little photo. <laughs> I'm going to pull that card out next time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love like, that. I also love that he thought to ask you that question. Like, that's such yeah. a wonderful yeah. question. Um, that's fun. Shame. That's such a fun tradition. Yeah. Jonathan worked in the restaurant industry for so long oh, when we first started together that like we avoid restaurants like the plague on yeah. uh on Valentine's Day. But he made I yeah think about that. Those poor restaurant service staff and wait staff and kitchen staff, it must get crazy. We eat really early. We got there at 4 45. <laughs> like, oh, like wow. the live piano music hadn't even started yet. <laughs> <laughs> So it's never all that bad when we're out, but I can only imagine. Yeah. I will say I took um, – so Connor has a little cousin who's like five months old, and I took him shopping to pick stuff out for her for a little Valentine's gift. And that was really, really fun um, just watching like what he chose for her and um, letting him like – he decided to draw on her card with chalk instead of – crayons <laughs> so she got like a chalked card which then of course like he drew on his face also um but that was really really cute and it was so like toddlers are so funny man um he chose like this pink stuffed unicorn for her and then um we so we call connor the king of cozy and because that boy loves to be cozy and so he picked out fuzzy slippers for this five-month-old girl because he <laughs> loves slippers. And he picked out, like, the fuzziest slippers I have ever seen. That's, like, adorable. This is so on brand for you. <laughs> yeah, Liv made me buy 23 of these fancy suckers in Walgreens for Valentine's Day for her class. And then I realized that they're out of school the entire freaking week oh, no. for Mardi Gras. And I like sit out <laughs> 23 of these huge suckers. And I'm like, am I going to be the mom that like is the overachiever on Monday? And it's like, here, take the sugar. Or am I going to be the mom that keeps a horde of suckers to bribe my kid with? Because I it sure sounds like you're the sucker. I am the sucker. 
Uh, Sounds like you're the sucker and you got got because Liv wanted some suckers around the house. (laughs) Yeah. So Valentine's Day is an interesting tradition there. Like it's fun with the kids and I struggle with all these holidays because it's just constantly sugar and my kids do not need more sugar. We still have Halloween candy. We still have Christmas. Easter's coming up. Like, oh, so I really struggle with that. But it is an interesting opportunity to model to them caring for themselves and caring for others because I don't think like just because you're if you're single and you're like I want flowers I am one of those people that's like go get yourself some flowers girl go do it or man if you have a man who wants some flowers go buy some flowers I brought Liv with me to get sorry yeah I brought Liv with me to get uh Jonathan's card and had her get him one too. So I think it's really important. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Becca buys herself flowers. Becca buys herself flowers every Sunday, whether she's in a relationship or not, because she likes fresh flowers in the house and she enjoys going to pick them out. And then she's happy every time she sees them. That's why I love Trader Joe's, man. But like, I like don't know how to stop. I can't. Cause then I end up, (laughs) I always end up with like five bouquets. Like to put around and then I give them away. Like, yeah, I did that for Christmas. I did. I gave away bouquets of flowers to some of my friends. That's cute. Every woman needs flowers. But I agree with what you're saying, Ashley, that like, and this was, this was kind of a pivotal point for me too with self-care is modeling for your kids what it looks like to take care of yourself because we take care of them so much. Mm -hmm. Right. And they may or may not understand that. Um, And most of us have the goal that we want our children to be pretty self-sufficient as they grow up, right? And so, like, part of them being healthy is teaching them how to care for themselves. But if the model that they've always seen doesn't do it, then how do they know that it's important? Yeah. Gosh. Man, you know, that's that's the big lesson there with Liv is I teach her, you know, we take time for ourselves, for the two of us together. And then us as a family. And I'm very intentional about like calling it out while it's happening. Because back when I was taking that stained glass class, oh, man, talk about how hard self-care can be. Um, You know, I swear if that wouldn't have been on my goal sheet, I don't know that I would have done it. Um, Like truthfully. And that's where like this whole thing we were talking about self-care. I was like, oh, man, we're going to finally get Ashley's treat list. (laughs) (laughs) is unending and limitless (laughs) (laughs) but like i was just thinking to myself you know every time you talk about this treat list or this joy list and all of these things like i have to have lists and tools to go to because like i yeah that's it's really important for me to to write it down when i'm happy um yeah so that way i know when you're in the midst of being happy it's it's interesting because it changes your perspective when you're feeling down and you want to list the things that are contributing to your negative mood or mindset or whatever it is, that list would be very different than if you're in a happy mood saying what's contributing to this positive mindset. Those are two completely different lists. So it's really a great idea is to not only make that list when you're happy, but make it when you're upset and then angry. And get really good at identifying those emotions because I think that there's different self-care for different emotions. Ooh, 
Oh, you have multiple Ooh. lists. <laughs> so, so, you know, okay. it's like, like if I'm mad, getting my hair done is not going to help me. Having nice hair is not going, I'm, I'm still going to be mad. I'm going to be mad the whole time my hair is getting done. I'm going to be mad while it looks good. I just, it's just not going to get any progress. But if I'm feeling like down on myself or hard on myself, having my hair done will help because I feel like less of a, you know, less of a piece of shit. Like, oh, look at me. At least I got my hair done. Like, you know, it's kind of like when people mm. are suffering depression and like, can you just get up and brush your teeth for 10 seconds? Like if you can just make that little progress, you'll feel so much less like a piece of shit. It's probably not. Yeah. To say that. But those, well. you know, so, so you have to kind of navigate it a little bit. Yeah. No, thanks. I've never thought to try to make a list when I was not happy. So I will, I will try <laughs> to do that. I'm, I'm curious to see what comes out of it. Um, yeah. with it. God, man, journaling. Mm, so journaling. Good. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's, so yeah, I think journaling is definitely a self-care on, on all of our parts. It's so great oh, to talk to yourself in writing. Like it really is. Um, everybody should try it. So yeah, it's weird to get started on journaling, especially if you like have never done it or like the last time you did it was when you were a really moody teenager writing yeah. dramatic <laughs> diary entries. And so it's safe to be seen. So I would definitely encourage everybody to start journaling and just try it for you know what you know, I do. I, I, because I can, sometimes I can type faster than I can, whatever. And I Facebook message myself. Um, I text myself. So, do you, you can text yourself with I, iPhones? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if I, I've never tried. That's cool. I know you should. Um, it's great. I text yeah. myself all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So if you've never journaled before, I know I talk about five minute journal a lot. I have another recommendation too, and it just so happens to be next to me. Um, so this is called here now solutions. Uh, it's actually by Kyle Evans and his brother, Casey Evans. They made a book and they have a digital copy. So if you prefer to type, you can, it follows a very similar strategy to the five minute journal, but it has, so today's wow. And then my win for the day, my opportunity for improvement is, and then my plan to move forward on my opportunity for improvement. So the thing that I like about this is it's not only talking about lessons, but it's putting action there, which like when you need some self-care and need to get yourself out of a funk, action is like the way to do it. And so it can be such a small little thing. And then it has a spot for gratitude. And then they have like reflections and stuff in here that just has little like stories and things that are helpful. But I've really enjoyed this because it follows the same model that I already like. And when I'm in a like, I need to take action somewhere, this guides me through the thought process of like, okay, what did I do well today? What am I grateful for? What's bothering me? Or like, what's my holdup? And then what's a step that I can take? And then the next day, my win can be like, I did the first part of that step. Like I lifted my foot towards that step, you know? And I think that that's such a key thing as you try and figure out self-care. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. That's a great Thank point. You. I think that sometimes the, the struggle of breaking out of a cycle when there's that line of sometimes you, not sometimes you do as a human being living the human experience, you have to 
let yourself and give yourself permission to experience and fully process your emotions. Yeah. You can't just, you know, like we always say, well, journal and do this and have your gratitude. And you can't journal and gratitude your way out of grief. You no. can journal and gratitude your way to help process that, that emotion. And so it's, it's something that like is difficult for me to, to figure out where that line is on where am I that is, yes, I'm processing this and that's okay. I give myself permission versus this has gone on too long. It's time to break the cycle. And I'll give you a vulnerable example. And then I'd love to hear how you guys decide whether it's time to break that cycle. So a lot of, you know, I share custody of my two kids with their dad. And so they had to pack up their stuff and leave for the week. I go and take him to school and we have our great goodbye. And there's just something I, I'm very used to it. It's been years and years at this point. So typically I'm very used to it. I've got stuff to do and it's kind of nice to be able to do things without having to worry about kid pickup times and whatever. But for whatever reason that day, it just was weighing on me really, really heavily. And I just felt like absolute shit. I was just so depressed about them being gone for the week. I dropped them off at school. I get back home. All I did was crawl right back into bed under the sheets. And I'm not kidding. I cried for like four hours. Oh, and I just couldn't. I was like, I can't. I didn't have anywhere I needed to be, which I think was part of the problem. So, you know, I didn't I didn't it didn't help me like change tracks from being yeah. full time mom to, you know, when they're at their dad's. And so I was like, you know, I, I was pretty sure I made the conscious decision because I didn't have anywhere to be. I was like, I just need to crawl back into bed and be super freaking sad for as long as it yeah. takes. And so I just gave myself that permission. But how do you go about deciding whether it is I need the permission to just be sad and rot in bed for a little while versus let's break this cycle? Do you think that you taking that time to be sad was really like helpful? I think so. I definitely like after my four hours, I was able to like get back into, okay, now I have to actually eat something. Like, you know, I do. Yeah, have the reason why I ask is because like I too suffer from a chronic calendar syndrome where there's always something mm. going on, right? And like, so it's important for me to like put on my calendar self-care. And that's like, we go back to this the stained glass situation, you know, I wouldn't have yeah. taken that class had it not been there for me to prioritize it and do it and go. And um, I think that that's where like real burnout comes from is when you don't take the time uh, when you can. And so it's like, it was convenient, right? Like you're saying it was convenient for you to make the decision then to like process this emotion. And um I think that that's, I just want to like highlight it, that it's important to, to seize those moments when you can, when they're happening. Because I think for me, it's always best to process as quickly to whatever happened. So that mm. way I can like really move through it, um, really move through it. But that's not always the case, right? Uh, to be able to do that. So yeah. it is important. So I think it's important to allow yourself to and not be in such a hurry. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for sharing yeah. that, Ashley. Great point. Yeah. I uh, Sorry. What was your question? 
I forgot your question. <laughs> well, so, no, I mean, I think that addressed part of it is how do you decide when it is an appropriate amount of allowing yourself to process the emotion? Like Katie, you mentioned dealing with a difficult business referral partner that has, it's been getting kind of heated. And I know, and a lot of your friends know, you know, you've, you've turned to other people to say like, wow, this is happening. I'm, I'm <laughs> responding. Like this is kind of wild. And I know with somebody who's vented to other people, by the time I'm done venting, I'm not done. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go back and restart the conversation, but yeah. everybody else needs to move on with their day. So like, what is it, what is something to you that says, okay, now I need to take that action step versus be in my venting or processing mode? Yeah. So I, like I said, I like action. Um, and when action gets me excited, I know that I've probably processed enough. Um, and when I can't find an action to take that makes me feel energized, I know that there's probably still something that I haven't like, why is this bothering me? Or why do I feel this way? Or what am I not addressing or whatever? And so like, um, like if I'm really struggling with something and no path seems like the right path, then I know that the right step for me is to dig inside, whether that means to lay and cry or to journal or to just oftentimes it's sleep, um, you know, <laughs> real, like whatever. Like there's a lot of things I'm like, I don't know. I just need to sleep. I'll probably have an answer in the morning for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I know that like if there's not an action that's making me excited or making me feel energized, then it's because I haven't I haven't resolved my feelings really. Um, and so I think that that then leads me to like, then I have to figure out, okay, so what's my action to resolve my feelings? Like, is it crying? Is it journaling? Is it talking to somebody? What is it? Is it telling everybody so that everybody can tell me that this woman is very, very rude? <laughs> I think it's like, I just keep thinking about Diana and how she talks about how important friends are and the inner circle and I realized something as you're talking, Katie, that I choose to, in my inner circle, when I vent, I choose people who will give me action items. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like not just listen, but it's like they listen, I feel heard. And then they're very intentional about giving me something to work on. And I think that it's really important then like for me to work on it because yeah these are the, my board of directors told me to, um, kind of saying like your inner circle, because you trust that those people have your best interest. And so it's really interesting. Cause like, I, I don't vent like to very many people and it's, that's, yeah. that's what it is. Um, it's really cool. Cause like I was saying, um, you know, I struggle, I say I struggle with vulnerability and everybody else like praises the vulnerability, but that's that's the difference there is in I am vulnerable about things, but I don't vent about things to many people. Um, but yeah, and it's because of the, the self-care things. Oh, God, I'm so glad we're talking about this. So you guys can give me those action items to do because like that. And then the other thing, too, I really want to bring up Katie's. Um, can you all I really want to bring up Katie's back like what she talked about last week. Um on that that list that you did for like 75 days or whatever. Oh did yeah. 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 Yeah, your 75 so, days of care. What was that about? Yeah, so 
I like I mentioned, I was in like just a really, really bad place last year mentally, like everything. It was really bad. And I couldn't, I was in that perpetual, like, I couldn't see the next step. I couldn't see the next action. And I couldn't even see a way to, like, take care of myself. Like, if there's nothing, n- like, nothing in my control that I can fix or take a step to better, then, like, I'll just better myself and maybe situations will change. And, like, I couldn't even figure it out. And I was unhappy with me with, like, a lot of things. And so... A bunch of my friends started doing 75 hard, you know, and um, I preface this with like, I'm not, and this sounds like a justification, I'm not scared of hard things. And like, I think that 75 hard is really great if it resonates with somebody. Um, And I'm usually one to like, I love a challenge. And so I'm usually like, it was weird to me that I wasn't excited about it. Like a bunch of my friends were doing it and we were in a group text and I was like, I have no interest in this. And I don't know if it's because I'm in such a bad place, but it really was because I was like, I couldn't see the point of it because the things they were talking about were a million steps ahead of where I was. And I didn't even know if I wanted the end result of what it was going to, you know, like, I was like, well, you want to, you want to lose X amount of pounds or you want to do that. Like, I don't even know what I want at this point. Like I am so in the weeds right now. And so basically I said, okay, I should probably treat myself better than a glorified house plant where I'm like some water and a little bit of sun, right? Like occasionally I should probably actually like take care of myself. And so I committed to 75 days of care so that I could figure out what I wanted. I figured if I just made myself feel more human, then I could figure it out. So I actually, I went back and found it. Here's what it was. Um, and on my Facebook post, when I posted about it, I said, here's my outline. There will be some days it doesn't happen. That's okay. I'm learning grace with myself too. That's part of this. Um, I'm not scared of 75 hard. Uh, I, but I want to care for others. So I need to care for myself and that's hard all on its own. So I said one gallon of water every day, get my body moving every day. Might be stretching, might be a walk, might be a workout, just move. Uh, read more nonfiction because for me, like that's very, um, it's relaxing. It's engaging to me. It's like, it's, I really enjoy it. Um, I didn't have an amount just choose nonfiction more than I had been. Uh, At least one substantial phone call or FaceTime per week with a friend. Journal twice a day. Keep a food journal to be able to build a healthy food plan. Mm. Um, One phone-free date night with Brett per week and eat something that resembles three meals per day. (laughs) And that was it. That was my outline. And it all seems super basic, but it's all stuff that I wasn't doing. And those were like, they were things that I knew I could do and I would have to make conscious decisions to do them because I hadn't been. And it made me prioritize those things. And I knew that all of those things improving was good for me, for my family, for my health, for my job. Like it was good for everything. Um, So yeah, it was in, you know, I just chose the things that made the most sense in the moment and ran with it. I really love that. And I, you know, it's funny, I agree. 75 hard has never resonated with me as somebody yeah. who like religiously goes to the gym. 75 yeah. hard does not interest me at all. 
And no. I always I always think the same thing. It's just not, I don't know what it is. It just doesn't hit. And I think and like that's totally people, okay. Yeah, some people love it and I love that for them. And they get so yeah. energized by it and they keep some of the habits and drop some of the habits. And I think that's a really cool way for them to figure out like what ones they want to adapt and stuff. It's not for me. And I'm okay with that. And this was, and it was really, really, really great. What ended up being the hardest out of the 75 care to do? You know, I love that you asked that. And this answer is actually really funny. It was the intentional phone call or FaceTime with a friend. Um, because by the time that I could have a conversation, right? So I wasn't like distracted by my child or making dinner, doing bedtime, or trying to catch up on work, I was exhausted and couldn't think about holding a conversation with the person. And I also didn't really feel like I had anything interesting to say to people because I was so in my funk and I didn't want to just spread negativity. So that one was one that I had to really, really, really work on. Um, and it's so funny to me because now we have a podcast where we weekly have conversations <laughs> intentionally. It was like a, I have adult conversations. And I think that like, Biz, would you have pitched this podcast earlier? I probably would not have jumped on it like I did because I forced myself to understand you love your relationships. You love your friendships. And like, man, it was – I. I'm going to cry. So for the rest of my life, I will never, ever forget Brandon Thompson calling me like at least once a month. And I was like, so not okay. And I was trying so hard to be okay. And every single phone call, he didn't care if Connor was screaming, jumping on me, talking to him. There's Disney in the background. I'm stressed, whatever. He's like, you're my friend. I love you. I just want to call and say hi and like be part of Like I'm part of your life. I just want to be part of your life. And that just played on repeat so many times that I was like, you know, I appreciate his friendship so much and I need to be that for somebody even when I can't figure out like how I can just call and say hi. <laughs> and like he has given me so much grace and it's so cool. And he really helped me get over that curve. But yeah, that was the hardest one. Hmm. Brandon Thompson is a ray of sunshine. Just talk. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. love you, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna title this episode. We love you, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Healthcare is calling Brandon Thompson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. Uh, yeah. Man. There's, you know, Katie, you were that person for me too. Um, you were that person for me. And I didn't realize that I was that person. I could be that person for someone else until you. Um, and I'll never forget it. You complimented me. You told me that I was one of the people that you called when you needed encouragement. Because I was always <laughs> like, okay, oh, let's go. Do it. <laughs> and like that really meant a lot to me because I didn't see myself that way. Mm -hmm. um, until you, until you complimented me that way. And, uh, yeah. So I'm really glad that we said that. And I really hope that he listens and hears, here's all of these great things and how much we love him. Oh, I'll make him listen. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So self-care, a lot of friends, 
Ashley, you mentioned going to the gym. Do you consider your gym self-care? Is that like, where does that mm -hmm. fall on your list? Yeah, it is. Mentality-wise, I I really love going to the gym early in the morning, not because I'm a morning person. And I think a lot of people assume that. They're like, well, if you get up at four in the morning, like I can't do that because I'm not a morning person. I am not a morning person. I absolutely hate getting up that early. But when I get to the gym, it is relatively empty. It is relatively well-behaved people. I can get usually on any piece of equipment that I need. And no matter what else happens that day, I've gone to the gym and I've gotten like 5,000 steps in. I've gotten movement in. So it's just such a good box to have checked to where those days where I am, like, I just need to lay in bed for a while and cry. Or like, I just can't motivate myself to get anything done. And you're like, you know, at the end of the day, I got that done. And that helps so much. Yeah. So, so much. Yeah. I, um, my thing too is like making time to be creative and I straight up stole that from Brene Brown. Um, mm -hmm. but like, that's why when we, again, when we were meet with Diana, I was like, I need action items. Like, what do you mm -hmm. actually do? Because everybody loves Brene Brown. But then my therapist was like, yeah, but what does she tell you to do? And I'm like, oh, yeah. not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, being creative, she says is really important. And um, that's that was where the stained glass hobby came from, is that I really want to try to not try, I do. I want to learn something new creative every year. And mm. it doesn't need to be a whole new hobby. But like this year, I want to learn how to make Mardi Gras house float flowers, like the flowers <laughs> that go on the Mardi Gras floats, um, because I want to decorate my house next year. So, so like, right. And so that. I think it's a smaller goal for me to have to be able to do, but being creative is really important for me and my self-care and for that other half of your brain, right? Don't forget about the other half of your brain. So, okay. So it's interesting that you bring that up because, um, so like I am always trying to figure out things that I enjoy or whatever. And I read something a couple months ago that said that people who primarily have to use their brain or problem solve or are in leadership roles, things like that for work enjoy more creative and things with their hands to relax and people who primarily like are in action or use their hands or their body for work prefer mentally engaging things mm. to relax and so I loved that because I really really love puzzles like a lot um I don't do them very often because I have an almost three-year-old and where would cool. I store it you know, like he, I yeah. don't know, he can escape oh, yeah. every bit of childproofing we have. So like, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to have like a puzzle around. Um, And so, you know, but then I read that and I was like, that's a lot of validation of like, okay, I did like that. I do love reading and I should figure something else out that's like with my, like something to do with my hands yeah. at night. And so like, that's like, I that's was where the crochet came from. Yeah, like it provided the opportunity for me to try crocheting. And so I have been much better the past couple of weeks about like we put Connor to sleep and eat. And then I take some time alone and like go crochet. And it's very fun and very relaxing. And it's very difficult right now. Um, I did like an intro packet and it was great and awesome. And so, you know, I thought that I was like the next crochet guru <laughs> and decided that I was going to make Connor a dragon for his birthday lol i have a head done um <laughs> it's not great um 
and it's really, really fun to learn. But I always think about that biz when you talk about stained glass because your entire job is like mental stimulation and problem solving. And the stained glass is so creative and so hands-on and allows you to kind of be free with that, right? And actually that also might be a part, like I know that there's a lot of health benefits for the gym, but that might be part of why you enjoy that because it's physically stimulating and, you know, it kind of gives your whole body engagement for the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I just thought that that was like a that really interesting yeah, it makes me more intentional about like how I spend my free time or my downtime, I guess, is like I've been finding myself purposely trying to do something that's a little bit more physically engaging. I think yeah. that's a really great point. Yeah. Because how many people are like, you know, you flip the TV on kind of out of habit to unwind yeah. at the end of the day. And I am, I'm sure not the only person that I just can't, I cannot sit there and just watch TV. I can't do no. it. Uh, no, I'm the same way. I was gonna actually say that too. Like the stained glass, I used to cross stitch a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I had like many old lady habits uh, in my twenties. I love old lady habits. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, but maybe that's why. No, but yeah. but I used to cross stitch a lot. But I would do it in front of the TV, and yep. it wasn't as like it doesn't hit the same way the stained glass does. Where like and right now it's downstairs in my other unit, and so. Like I literally go to a different space to do it and it, I can't like, there's no point in having a TV around. Yeah. And you know, self-care too, like talk about it though, like noise, it's important. Like I freaking love podcasts. Like, I don't know if it's just, um, like because we made one that now I'm seeing it all the time. But I feel like a lot of people have been asking for podcast recommendations recently. And I think I'm going to add that into my self-care regimen of like, it, you know, just listening in the background of stuff. Because it's so important to to not alienate. Like I work from home. I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. It's so but- easy to just not have like, I don't know, to like that feeling of being around people. Yeah. yeah, I love podcasts for that. Yeah, like that's that's been that's like a good self care thing for me too. Is like to remember to listen to others, um, because like I think a lot of times people just feel alone. Um, yeah, but anyway, self care. I also try to get outside. That's the other thing I'm really intentional about is getting green yeah. space. That's what's um, hard for me being in Colorado. I do not like cold. I don't like to be cold. And so when it's mm. not sunny out and it's cold out, I just don't like, I'm like, I run to my preheated car. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I literally sit in my car for a little extra time because I've got the sunroof and the windshield. I'm like, sun, get yeah. through the windshield. Yeah. I like, I'm, that's one of the habits too, that I'm very intentional with live because, you know, we're in New Orleans and there's of course like massive oak trees that line the streets mm-hmm. and they're beautiful. Um, but you really do have to go to a park to get any type of grass mm-hmm. or like real green space. Um, and because the, you know, the city is like from the 1800s. So there's every square inch is, right. is covered. Um, and so we go to city park a lot on Saturday mornings and I just make her go with me and I make her sit. Everybody and, touch some grass. Yeah, everybody touch some grass. Everybody look at some water. <laughs> you know, there's an alligator. Um, you know, but I, I just think that it's so important 
to teach her those things. But my other favorite place to go is actually my grandparents' cemetery, <laughs> which is kind of weird, but I take people there all the time when they come to visit. I'm like, let me show you my green spaces. <laughs> oh, that is weird cool. in New Orleans. Yeah, you're right. It's not weird in New Orleans because it's a beautiful cemetery and there's a tour oh, bus that goes to it. So, um, <laughs> so I found that out the other day. I was like, wow, grandma, you a celebrity. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it was, but I, I love going out. I love going out to somewhere green. Um, yeah. but I, I couldn't live anywhere cold like that. Actually, like I don't, I really yeah, don't. Like you know what I heard literally today is that listening to birds improves your mood for eight hours. Shut up. Wow. Seriously? Isn't that cool? Okay. So on business 75 care, the weather is nice enough now that I can go out on my balcony in the morning. And I did briefly today and I heard birds. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to make myself go out on my balcony and yeah. journal on the balcony or Ooh. have tea or coffee on the balcony or your water. You're right. Mm, love that for me. Go, go biz. I love that I get to do that. <laughs> biz in the birds. Biz in the birds. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's interesting. It's funny because we I mentioned having your hair done once in this whole episode. Neither of us or none of us have really said, like, oh, my self-care is having my nails done, or like a lot of the traditional stuff that is told to women like oh that's your self-care i just think that's kind of interesting yeah i will say so like <clears throat> a couple months ago i was talking about this and how like it's hard right i work full-time i have connor like i don't get a lot of time and then the times when brett is like hey i'll take him like why don't you take a day or take a half day or whatever and i'm like i don't even know what i want to do and my instant reaction is like, I'll just do laundry or something <laughs> or like take a shower. Um, and I will I will say like the days that I get to take those showers where you like wash and deep condition your hair. Like, like put a mask on. Oh, my God. Yeah. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Um, but I did legitimately make lists so that I could like just go to the it's a Trello board. Um, and there's, there's one, surprise. <laughs> yeah, there's one that's, uh, no prep, some prep, lots of prep or whatever. And so no prep is like reading and it has like specific books in there, uh, crocheting things like, like, I don't need any prep. I can just go grab my stuff and go do it. Little bit of prep is things like I really, really, really enjoy a massage. Um, I always have my whole life. I enjoy it for now for different reasons because of the silence and because <laughs> I'm a human jungle gym most of the time. Um, I, I, but I, so I, what I'm saying is like, I have that one on there. I don't consider getting my nails done as self care. It's fun. I like it. I like the way that they look, but like my soul doesn't feel any better. <laughs> it's a great yeah. way to put it. I self-care too for me, like with that stuff is honestly my fab fit fun box. Like Ooh. every I have that annual membership, so I only think about it. And honestly, I forgot about it the past two years because I would have canceled it. And then I'm like, oh well, fuck it. I'm getting four more. Like, you know, kind of thing. Um, and it's truly like one of those years that 
itch. Like I wanted to cancel it. Um, I was really upset with myself that I, I didn't cancel it. And um, it was so important for me to get those happies in the mail. Um, yeah. That like so important to have that to like look forward to that. I think that's where my love of sending out snail mail comes from. Um which I need yeah. to do more of, you know, and that's, what's cool. Like, you know, me and Venn diagrams, you know, you get to do something that's like fun and, uh, you know, gratitude, all these exactly. things. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. That's Put cool. That yeah. I, I, so you know, that, like, I, oh, go ahead. I was going to say the only like kind of traditional, like having my hair done doesn't really make me feel any better. It's more of like a task that I need to get done. Um, I love my hair girl and we get to chat and that part's nice, but I hate getting my nails done. I just paint them at home because I cannot have my hands be somewhere else for like two hours. <laughs> it's just too much. I can't do it. But self tan at home, biz, you have like beautiful olive skin. So I know you don't know the struggle, but for those of us who are pink in complexion in the winter. Hello. And I never, ever did self tan, like fake tan stuff ever until maybe three years ago i was living for a vacation in the middle of winter and this woman had was like hey are you gonna go get a spray tan I, like, I literally have never done it she's like you should try it so i just went out and tried it on a whim and obsessed <laughs> i I've, will feel like i just got back from vacation it's great yeah oh that's a cool hack too yeah all my i need to get out more Y'all, y'all are making me realize all these things. Like I got to get out here more. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, I get my stitch fixed too. And it's real fun. Um, but I the, <laughs> cause like, but getting out with the, the self tan, I've did that once or twice back in, back in the day. It's, it's fun. Yeah. I love, I love a spray tan. I love, I feel like when I get a spray tan, I am like, <laughs> I think I've texted y'all before I've gotten one. I've, like I am a goddess. I am untouchable. <laughs> like nobody can tell me nothing. Like I Seriously. am bronze. I am like bronze to perfection. Excuse me. Who do you think you're speaking to? And then you know it goes away in a couple days. But like an Oscar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. And that's moment. why I bought. Like I love a good spray tan. It's always done better by a professional. But I bought one of those little ones at yeah. home because I was like, you know, if I put even just a light layer on my face. Yeah. And wash it off. You know, it only like an hour or something. It gives that little tiny boost to where I don't yeah. feel like I even need makeup as much. And like I just get those couple days of just like, yeah, boost. Well, and I think that that's something too. Like you're happier when you look in the mirror. Which, like, that's amazing, right? And I think that, like, Biz, you said something about doing affirmations and looking in the mirror. And, yeah, um, Superman pose. Yeah, yeah, and I said, some days I don't ever look in the mirror. And that actually stuck with me for a while because I think it's because, like, and this was so little too, but, like, I was very overwhelmed and very stressed about things. And so, like, I didn't really get dressed in real clothes. My hair was usually like two weeks unwashed, you know, whatever. I, makeup just doesn't touch my face. Um, and I was like, man, I think I'm not looking in the mirror because I know that I'll be disappointed. And hmm. so I made a point of like 2024. I was like, I'm going to wear real clothes every day. No, I was sick. For, like I had the plague, so I did not get fully dressed on those days, but other than that, I have put on like actual clothes every day of 2024. That's well amazing. Done. 
haven't I haven't washed my hair all that much, but like baby steps. <laughs> it's hard when you're especially when you're working from home or in a casual office. Like yeah. I am a sweatshirt person because I just find it so comfortable. But after yeah. a while, I'm like, okay, I gotta do something else. I'm currently wearing my husband's sweater shrank in the dryer, and so now it's mine. Um, and I was like, what? I didn't even have to go shopping. I got a new shirt. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I, that's like why I love living in New Orleans though. It's like, if I have clothes on, I can go out in public. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I should probably be a little bit more intentional with that too. I've, I, I mean, I've been working from home for forever. Right. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. um, Kelly at one point was like, you've been wearing that shirt for like three days. And it's not that I didn't shower. It's that I was trying to be mindful of my husband in the laundry that he handles in our house. (laughs) And he was like complaining about laundry. And I was like, well, how much clothes do I actually need to wear every week? And I was kind of like, and then then I realized that. And then it was just the same shirt, but like she sees me from the top half, you know, and I was like, wow, like this is terrible. You're right. Okay. I guess that's, that's it. And this experiment's over. (laughs) (laughs) But it's important that you tried stuff. Yeah. I think that's the thing. You just got to try stuff. Like, like I never had a self tan. I went and tried it. It Turned out it works great for me. Yeah. I tried to get my nails done. Doesn't work for me. I think there's also like self-care and then just like moments of happiness, right? Like you were talking about those little mm-hmm. things or like biz, you're talking about your boxes that you get. Like you know that that's not going to actually fix whatever's going on inside. And so to me, self-care is like things that might feel good in the moment, but they also put me back on the right path, which truly makes me feel mm-hmm. better. Like I love a good bath, um, mm-hmm. like a good bubble bath or a good um, bath bomb. Like unbeatable, so great. Oh, I don't know. That- I wish Lush would sponsor us. Uh, same, <laughs> same. Like I don't know that I consider it self care because unless I go into that bath and like journal while I'm in there, yes, it's good for me. I'm taking a few minutes for myself. When I get back out of the bath, like nothing's changed. You know, I probably smell yeah. better, but like. To me, that's just taking – it's like sanity moments, right? And so you have things like you like to receive mail yeah. and you know it's going to make you happy. And so I think it's important to identify those things because you have to sprinkle them in so that you're not constantly in this state of like distress all the time, right? Like I think it's very valid to know those small things that make you happy um, and like feed them. And like, you know, we talk, we talk about it a lot, like jokingly. But, like, we love little treats. I love to snack. Like, I I love it. It makes me happy. I enjoy the act of eating. I enjoy the flavor. I I love all of it. I love the colors. Like, I love all of it. I love to snack. It's great. And, like, I think that's fine. And it's never going to change. So sometimes I'm a little bit more aware of what I'm snacking on, right? Like, I'll switch it out for bell peppers or something. But, like, Before we got on to record, I excitedly held up that I had a little Gushers packet here because I went to the grocery store yesterday and I got Gushers and it made me happy. And I was having, I I don't know what Valentine's Day does to kids, but like, I swear Connor did lines. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And so I gave myself Gushers. Yeah. And like... I, I don't know that, that that's self-care, but it's right. Enjoyable. I love that you use that line, sanity care. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. like, 
And it's funny because you say like, okay, well, self-care is getting you on track. And some days I'm like, oh, I can't like get myself to stop scrolling on my phone and actually get myself ready and out the door. And I need to. Yeah. So then I use like, a, well, if you get this done quick enough, you can leave early and go get a coffee mm-hmm. and like a pastry or something or whatever on the way. If you don't mm-hmm. do this quick enough, then you're not going to have time. And yeah. so like, I sometimes use those sanity <laughs> stops as ways to make myself get it back on track. <laughs> Yeah. And why not? Treats are very important to me. Yeah, they are. Listen, treats have it. And like even things like we talked about before, like I have this cute cup, right? Like Brett got me this. I love my coffee. This one makes coffee right into the cup, which is great. But like I love my coffee and I love leopard print. So he got me a leopard print mug so that I smile when I look at it. Is it going to fix all the problems in the world? I mean, bitch, it might. But like, <laughs> but it is going to make me smile. Yeah. Right. You know? you know what else? Like something really simple that I call self-care, my kid, hugging my kid, like, like a good hug. Um, that, that's a, that's an important one for me. Um, but like touching someone. Like, you know, cuddling is actually shown to have so many tangible health benefits and it can regulate your heartbeat it can lower anxiety so yeah mm. i tell my husband all the time he has to, like i'm sorry i have to cuddle you i'm like i it's like science. at least at the he gets very hot and he's the space heater of the relationship i'm the cold one and so i, I if he's hot i have to at least just go put like a foot my foot has <laughs> to be <laughs> it's science it is, but it, I can literally, like, if I'm tossing and turning and having a bad night of sleep, if I can just get a foot on him, all of a sudden, like, my body is warmer, I feel calmer, I will pass out. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's a, yeah. I can need to bottle that up in a pillow. and. <laughs> I, I, it drives me nuts because we cuddle right before we fall asleep, so I've got my head on his chest, you know, I'm the perfect temperature. I'm completely comfortable. It's the place where like my face is the most relaxed and I am so sleepy. And then his back starts to hurt. So he has to nudge me off. And it's the worst and part of the night. I am like in this perfect little dream world. And it's, I have really bad dreams. I don't know. Do you, I don't know if we've talked about this. Do you guys have nightmares? Mm-hmm. I don't dream. I haven't dreamed in a very long time. Like it's been years. It's it's I miss it, man. I used to have some wild dreams. I don't know what happened. It made me stress. I don't know. Fascinating. I love that conversation with people because there are people that are like, no, I just you know I did and I don't anymore, or at least I don't remember them anymore. But Katie, you have bad dreams. Mm -hmm. Yep. They'll wake me up with like heart racing the whole thing. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's been, I mean, like, I remember, gosh, nobody's, I haven't talked about dreams a long time, but yeah, no, I don't We do should anymore. do an episode on dreams. <laughs> I find them fascinating. I don't often have good ones, which irritates me. Um, so yeah, I'll wake up from a bad dream and they just, I get really confused. I think that they're reality. And so yeah. just very like worked up and like, it's hard to calm down. So yeah, having that somebody sucks. else to help regulate your heartbeat and kind of help ground you. Yeah. yeah. I will but- say, so like, Ashley, Brett is the same way. He's the space eater for sure. And like, 
you know, which I'm jealous of because I'm always freezing, but I've created, I call it this cocoon now because um, my, uh, like, I love my heating pad. And so I lay on my heating pad, but then he got me a heated blanket too. So I'm just like wrapped <laughs> up in warmth. And he did it because he knew I would like it, but I think also probably so that I stopped trying to like, <laughs> like touch him constantly and to be like, give me your warmth. Um, like I got so angry the other day. Not truly angry, although I did tell him I was going to start a fight because, you know, it was like 10 degrees and he came inside and I sat next to him and I was like, why are you cold? <laughs> You're supposed yeah. to keep me warm. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to be warm. It really does. It really does help me like go to sleep because I'm surrounded in this warmth. You know, I'm like, I have my little cocoon and it's like safe. And then my foot is on him. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's crazy. I, I know it has to do a lot with hormones and that like estrogen in the female body retains heat in the core. And so your extremities are almost always going to be cold no matter what. And I have Raynaud's, so it does not help at all. But it is just wild. When we were dating, one of the first times that I slept over, I remember rolling over in the middle of the night to cuddle him and thinking, oh my God, he has like 106 degree fever right now. <laughs> I legit was like, I might need to wake him up because he's going to die in his sleep. And, you know, but he's sleeping so peacefully. I was like, I'll leave it until the morning. And then he wakes up in the morning. I'm like, you have a fever. And he goes, no, I don't. Like, yes, you do. No, that he just literally radiates heat. And I don't understand. I cannot wrap my head around it. Wow. My kid loves my cold arms. Like ever since she was a baby and like, and she's still to this day will like cling to the top of my arm. Top of my Aww. arm is always cold. Where it's, it's all really cold. Sweet. Yeah. Aww. I know. Yeah. So, okay. So for me, self-care is creative creativity, journaling. I'm going to birds. I'm going to work <laughs> on, I'm going to listen back to Katie's 75 care list and make one for me. And I'll my- just tag you in the post. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then I'm going to, uh, take my accountability buddy and my daughter along with me for that ride. Cause that seems like a great thing to teach her too. So thanks for that, Katie. Yeah. And that's what I got. That's my self-care. What, what, what do you, what would your highlight self-care Ashley? What are you taking from this? Um, you know, I think the one thing I really do need to get better about is drinking my water. I'm that person that perpetually has a headache and is like, I don't get it. And then, you know, <laughs> the last time you drink water, no, not coffee, water. I think I need to make a bigger push on that. I think I would feel, I would feel a lot better if I actually consumed real water and it would <laughs> benefit me energy wise. So I'm not a one gallon person because I would never leave the bathroom. much <laughs> <laughs> Water in a day. Um, and I have things to do, so that won't happen. Like, I have to time my drinks before I, like, if I have showings, and I'm like, okay, how many houses do I have to go to? How long am I going to be gone? Like, <laughs> schedule time to go stop at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> so, that's what i Chick-fil-A is great, too. Um, yeah. Katie, what are you taking from it? Anything that you can remember? Um, well, lately, I'll just stick with the same thing I've been focused on is um, going to bed a little bit earlier. I resist it because I so crave my downtime. And to me, that was self-care. And um, I just need to be on like, your body can't do what it needs to do if 
it doesn't get the rest that it needs. So um, working on both going to bed earlier and not just like watching TV before bed, but doing no screens so that I can sleep better. Love that. So I definitely I'm... recommend anybody out there that is not as much as you can, if you're not on a regular bedtime wake up time, highly recommend. Yeah. It does I used to be, I miss it. Um, it's hard. Yeah. Especially if you have kids and they're little, because that's just like really the only downtime you get. Yeah. And I, it's easier. And this is interesting to me that like, um, I was staying up pretty late to enjoy that time. And we would mostly just watch TV or scroll our phones or whatever. Um, but I just wanted the silence. And since I started doing like crochet and I got a coloring book and stuff like that, um, since I started doing those things, I've been falling asleep a lot faster and a lot earlier uh, because my whole body is like, okay, you've relaxed, you're satisfied, go to bed. Love that. Biz, you know the one thing I forgot to mention that I wanted to when you said you do cross-stitch is that there's this bar near my house called Grandma's House. And no. so it's like all like it feels like you're inside of a grandma's house, but you get beer and stuff. And they do on Thursdays foul mouth cross stitches. Oh my god. Oh, it's a stitching bitch. Is what is what they what we call it, what we used to call it stitching oh, bitches. Yeah. Stitching bitch. Yeah. It is so funny. Yeah. So they everybody makes these little cross stitches that are like, you know, little funny sayings that are usually cursing or something. And it's oh, so yeah. freaking cool. Oh my gosh. I, I love it. Fun. I've done those. It's my favorite. I, I love that stuff. I can't, I gotta find a cool stained glass pattern like that. I um I love things. I love thank you, Ashley. Yeah, I would <laughs> let's go there. When I go up to Denver, like we need to go there. I love things. Yes, we do. And you know it's it's funny you say I love things because I am a Facebook marketplace addict and it is, I think, one of my forms of self-care is scrolling. <laughs> and I constantly have to like show my husband something. I'm like, oh, look at how cool this is. And we have nowhere in the house for it. It's not practical and we don't need it. And I don't want to buy it. I just like the act of being like, this was cool. Like you just want to appreciate it. <laughs> oh yeah. I love that's me and my estate sales. Right? Like, I love yeah, street sailing. It's just yeah, cool. Was, I yeah. love doing old stuff and cool stuff. And estate yeah. sales are great. Like, I highly recommend it. Like, it scratches my curiosity itch, my house itch, my alone time itch, my need to spend money <laughs> yeah. itch and get a good deal. It gets my creative itch because I look at stuff and I'm like, ooh, this fork is going to make a cool dragonfly. It's a, it's a um, deal hopper. A it's a hopper. Hopper. You know oh, what? Yeah. Speaking of going to like an estate sale for alone time, I think I'm going to make more of a point to go places I would take my kids by myself. Like I Ooh. think I'm going to just do by myself one time. Ooh. Have you ever been to the zoo by yourself? By myself? Yeah. I don't think so. I think I've only oh. ever taken the kids. Oh my gosh. I went to the San Diego Zoo by myself several years ago Ooh, and I was there for too. eight and a half hours. Oh, it sounds amazing. Wow. It was so I, much fun. I want to go on a solo vacation. Have either of y'all ever done that? Like a solo, solo trip? travel is yeah. the shit. It's great. Yeah. It. I'm going to put that on my list. It's not too late for me. I'm, fuck it. I'm going to put it on my list now. I'm going to do it in 2024. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I did um Puerto Rico solo. 
Oh, fun. Mm. And that was super fun. It's just something neat about like not having to even take anyone else's needs into consideration, especially as a mom and especially as a woman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And anybody who has people pleasing tendencies, there's nobody to people please. Except yourself. Except yourself. It's neat. This is going to be hard for me to like find a spot to find a spot to go to where I don't know anybody. And like, so I'm not going to be tempted to like, oh, let's get together and go do something and make it not about that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Which is a great excuse to go somewhere completely brand new. Montana. Weren't you just talking about Montana? I was, that's honestly what I was just thinking, but then I'm going to end up wanting to move there. (laughs) 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 I, uh, I real talk. Do you think I'm going to like, I've heard that area part of the country is gorgeous. Yeah. The winter I'm gonna go hiking. I gotta get outside. That's a that's the one thing that I really do kind of miss in New Orleans is the lack of green space. So that's okay. Yeah. Nice outdoor trip. I love this. Okay. Everybody's homework that's listening to the podcast is to go book a solo trip somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. tell us where you went and how great it was. <laughs> Bye next week. <laughs> Well, I love this conversation and I think I've learned something for sure. I hope everybody else that listened to this took something away and understanding maybe themselves and their self-care a little bit more. And you're going to go try something new and amazing and it's going to be great. So do not forget to rate the podcast. Give us our five stars so other people can discover all the things that we're talking about and sharing. And please, please, please leave us a review. Share us with a friend. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. We will see you next week. Bye.